This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. He is here because we're going to cut a series with him for television because you you need to understand what he's about to begin to uh, uh, lay out for you. Welcome to the program, Roy. It's delightful to be here. His microphone is off. Can we turn it on? Okay. Uh, There it is. There it is? Okay, Okay, good. It was just hiding. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's great to have you here. Well, it's good to be here, Glenn. Everybody, I mean, literally, everyone I have spoken to for the last, I don't know, month or so, I have said, have you read Pendulum? You have to read Pendulum. Is it available on Kindle or uh, I'm embarrassed Amazon? to say I don't know. Okay. You know, it, when you write a book, as you well know, yeah, it's, it's years before you read it. By yeah. the time it's finally published, you're really tired of that book. Yes, so yes, I'm yes. unaware of, of uh, its availability other than the fact that my co-author, Michael Drew, called to say... Can I have some of your private stash? I'm all out. And I said, no. I've been guarding my private stash. You're on your own, Michael. This is such an important book. Can you, first of all, give me quickly, it is, it is for download on uh, Amazon. You can get it for Kindle. Wonderful. Um, okay, so um, tell, me, um, uh, tell me, first of all, your background quickly. Okay, I grew up working uh, blue collar in a steel shop. Uh, got married at 18, and then... Um, Let's get to the. You're a big deal in the ad world. Well, I decided to, I needed to make some extra money, so I went to work in the middle of the night for a radio station. Four years later, I was general manager at age, well, in my early 20s. Wow. And uh, began to make a lot of people a lot of money because I write better ads than uh, most people. Okay. Wait, and then, but the ad, the ad genius the, is coming in here saying it isn't yeah. where his book is available. Is listen, that really what happened? No. Right. Well, listen, I, I don't make money on the books. Oh. I make money because of the books. Okay. And mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, books are tough. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's... Okay, so, so it's, don't leave it at the radio station. Can you give me any of the background of, of, of companies that you have... Well, every couple of years I go to Procter & Gamble, and they will assemble... It's a little different than a radio station general manager. Uh, yes. And Procter they assemble and all the brand managers from 72 different nations, and I'll mm-hmm. spend the day training them on, on what's happening in society and what you need to be aware of. And there are several Procter & Gamble ads that, that, that show direct reflection of, of those sessions and my influence. And uh, the guy that was head of, of television production until he retired just last year, he had been there for like 37 years. He used to come and teach twice a year at our school. And uh, then, of course, 1-800-GOT-JUNK is a big client. And we've grown them uh, in five years from just under $100 million. It took them 23 years to get to just under $100 million, 184 franchise partners. And then in five years, we're now at over $250 million. 
So that's real growth, wouldn't you say? I mean, yeah, that, that yeah, matters. Yeah, seems like it. And then, okay. yeah, little right. things. So little you're, things. You're, you're kind of a little things. You're kind of a big deal. Right. So the only reason why I set that up is so you know that this is not just, this is not a guy who wrote a book. Um, this is a guy who is trying to figure out why ads were working differently, you know, back in the day uh, 10 years ago than they were working 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And you like me, are fascinated by waves, generational waves, Kondrakiev wave, and patterns. Patterns. Tell me about patterns. Um, Okay, as an example of a pattern, you know, the whole pendulum theory is based upon the 40 years that is repetitive throughout the Bible. I mean, it's it's dozens of times in the Bible, things happen in 40-year sequences, just do a search. And (laughs) that that occurred to me one day, it kind of freaked me out in, 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 in 2003. Now, the point is, If you want to look at a pattern that has real use right now, if you're selling in Asia, any of the Asian countries, look at what was working incredibly well in America exactly 40 years ago. Just subtract 40 years from today's date. Look at what was working really, really well in America 40 years ago. That will work incredibly well in Asia today. Guaranteed. Really? Because Asia is on precisely the opposite cycle. Can you give me an example of what you mean? Okay. So right now we're in the upswing of a we. A we cycle is working together for the common good. It is uh, groupthink. It is uh, community. It is uh, you don't need to be the captain of the football team. You just need to be a productive player. And that groupthink is how we used to think of Asians, right? Yeah. Well, they're not like that anymore. You look at uh, the Olympics when they hosted them in Beijing. It's like, no, they're into a me. And a me is all about excellence and, and uh you know, do your own thing. Be number one. Second place is the first it's loser. That's why we were looking at them saying they're more American than we are. There you go. It's because they're in the upswing of a me, and we're in the upswing of a we. And at the tipping point, okay, which basically was 2003, it's two ships passing in the night. And then we always take a good thing too far. Because, see, the we is a good thing. The me is a good thing. Neither of these are bad. But we always take a good thing too far, and then we begin to mourn what we left behind, and we go back the other direction. And down toward the middle, things are always beautiful, which was about 2003. And then you go too far to the left, you go too far to the right, you get to the zenith. The, the zenith of the me was 1983. Michael Jackson's doing Thriller, and uh, we worship heroes at the zenith of a me. And then we come down to 2003. Now that we're headed to the zenith of a we, and it's a time of anti heroes. There is no Billy Graham, there is no John Wayne, there are no classic heroes, you will see anti-heroes, destroyers. You will see people who say, I'm going to tear everything up because um, change needs to happen. And so Robin Hood, okay, was not a me hero. Robin Hood was a we hero. He was an outlaw intent on disrupting. Isn't that a word you hear a lot today? Yeah, and disruption. I'm gonna, this is a disruptive technology. Yeah, We're going to yeah, disrupt yeah. this business. We're going to disrupt that category. And so disruption is the anti-hero thesis. And so it frustrates people. People mourn. They have nostalgia for the me generation. But sorry, we're not going to be there for a good long time. We're headed toward the zenith of a we. Get used to it. Uh, you can like it. You can lump it. You can take it down the road and dump it. But it's just, <laughs> it's just how it's going to be. Because okay, so, 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 so we are taught that the me generation is a very bad thing. It's all self-centered. In the, the 80s were very bad because it was the me generation. But only the zenith. 
What I'm saying is, remember, the, the, the me generation began in 1963. Now, when people talk about the 60s, they're never talking about 1960, 61, or 62. That wasn't the 60s. That was the tail end of the 50s. 69 and 70 was the beginning of the 70s. There's only a six-year window that we call the 60s. It's called the six-year transitionary window, 63, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. You look at everything that you think of as about the 60s, and it was that window, 63 through 68. We just went through that again, 2003 through 2008. If you look at the web, everything that matters, okay, connectedness, working together for the common good, social media, we generation, right? Facebook, all of that, 2003 to 2008, all of it. Now, we always develop a new technology at the beginning of the we. 1923 was the beginning of the we previous to the current we. 23 and then the zenith was 43, World War II. All right. What happened in 1923? A new technology to keep us working together for the common good. Radio and television. Radio. Radio was born. And then 10 years into it, you had Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, gather around, children. We're going to have a fireside chat. We can pull through this. And so in 33, he's using the new technology. And I'm going, hey, we're there again. I'm sorry. This is 1936. This is 1936 all over again. You realize that? Yeah, I do. And so, Not a lot of people like to hear that. Well, I, I don't care. I'm sorry. It is what it is. And it's been happening for 3,000 years. That can be absolutely proven with, with complete certainty. You just have to step back far enough from it and look objectively at history. And you go, oh, my gosh. We, the human heart goes through cycles, just like uh, the seasons of uh, seed time and harvest. You know? And it's, just, it's a thing that happens. And we can't avoid it. And you just, if you're aware of it, you can mitigate it. If you're aware of it, you can kind of you know, soften it and talk yourself down from the crazy. So give the, give the um, uh, earmarks of a we generation, where we're going in. And the, the top of this is 2023. Right. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, and then another 20 years down. So we're going to pass this again in another 10 years, right? Or yeah. 20 years. Well, the upswing is, is a lot worse than the downswing. The downswing is when it begins to lose steam and soften. And 10 years after the zenith starts coming the alpha voices of the new me. In technology and literature, it'll be 2033. In technology and in literature will be the alpha voices that then go mainstream in uh, 2043. Well, how do we mitigate it and soften the, well, first, to define, the way to the zenith. define what is happening to us. Show okay. how, what this means to us. Okay, here's what happens in the upswing of a we when you get to the halfway point, which for us was 2013, right? Everybody began with this beautiful dream of working together for the common good. And here's what we did. Prohibition was in the upswing of a we. Yeah. Okay? We're going to clean this place up. We're going to straighten this stuff out. There's a lot of stuff that's wrong. And by golly, let's band together and let's clean this up and let's straighten this out. And so it begins as a beautiful thing. But then there is a certain sanctimonious holiness that sets in. I mean, right now, think about it. Political correctness is an expression of that, as is, do you recycle? How many different groups of, do, you, do you put things in? What, how many different kinds of plastics do you recognize? And, so, and, and then organic. Is it organic and is it local? You know, and so there's all kinds of, of um, laws and little sub-laws of, of social behavior and what happens is we look at each other and you say, you know what, I don't think anybody's good anymore except me and you. And lately, I've begun to have my doubts about you. 
And so this idea of self-righteousness, that nobody's measuring up, nobody is truly conservative anymore. Oh, my gosh, you have become moderate. I am truly conservative. You must go. No more of you. And I say, you know, we always do this. We always do this. And I'm going, I wish I knew how to stop it. But the only thing you can do is talk about it and, and make people aware that if you listen and you pay attention and you ask yourself, now, is this person truly stupid and evil? Or are they seeing in something and thinking something that I'm not seeing and thinking? And if I just calm down and listen and try to understand them, then maybe we can actually have a dialogue and make, maybe we can actually find a solution. But nobody's in the frame of mind to do that right now. People would rather be angry than bored. People would rather be uh, frightened than bored. Has anybody ever mitigated the zenith? No. Of one of the, it's never happened. I'm hoping that we will be the first. I'm counting on you guys. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. That's why wow. I'm here. I've decided that because we are now the in a wow. we're I in that yeah. we're in that category of uh, not being real popular um, with a lot of people. <laughs> a lot. Here's here's what's about to happen. People right now are reevaluating their positions on everything. Everything. People are beginning to realize. You know what? Either I double down. And take this to the next level. And a lot are. Right? Or they say, hey, maybe it is time to slow the thing down, take a new census, and decide um, who maybe isn't as far from me as what I thought. Roy, I said on the air 10 years ago, there's going to come a time where you don't recognize anything, and everything you thought you could count on will be... Everything you thought would be solid is liquid, and liquid is solid. That's true. And what happens is, right now, you know what the great hunger is for? It's nostalgia. I wrote recently in the Monday Morning Memo that Norman Rockwell did not show us America as it really was. He showed us America as it could be, should be, might be, ought to be. But he was so convincing with his illustrations that we remembered having experiences we never had. And so this nostalgia for this beautiful dream that really never was, this perfect America that was in the past, this hunger for Andy Griffith and Mayberry, okay? Hang on a second, guys. I got news for you. Stay with me. Early 60s, North Carolina is this little town of white people with no blacks, no racial tension. Mm -hmm. Now get serious. Come on. And it's kind of like it was a fantasy. It was a straight-up fantasy, as was Norman Rockwell. But Mm -hmm. our generation looks back at this imaginary past, and we say, we want to go back to that. And I'm going, well, good luck with that. You can't get there. Ever. Everybody's hungry for it. Everybody wants that. Everybody says, why can't we go back to how we imagine it used to be? How do you get people to look forward and say, look how good it can be, especially now with technology, Look how, look how great it can be unless we kill each other. <laughs> well, I think you just said it, Glenn, is if you talk about what could be, if you talk about if we do this, this might be what we achieve. And if you look forward at possibilities and at paths that could produce those changes, people cannot go. This is, this is a fundamental premise of good marketing. A person can never go anyplace they have not first already been in their mind. Mm -hmm. And so in in your business and in mine, 
We have to take people places in their mind. We have to make them see possible futures because once they've been there in their mind, they can create that future. But if we show them terrifying possible futures, they will create those. If we show them brighter possible futures, okay. they will so, create those. So when we come back, I want, I, I want this answer for myself. This is like a great therapy session for me. I, I, we feel like we have to tell people and warn people what's ahead. For instance, I want to talk to you about what do you think is ahead after the election if, if one party or the other says it was rigged. Um, terrifying. The things that are in front of us are terrifying. But how do you warn people about that? Plus tell them it doesn't have to be like that when most people don't want to hear either. Triple eight seven two seven back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I wish you were here in the studio with us um, because I think you would really like him. Roy Williams is with us. He is the author of Pendulum. He is a, an ad guy that saw that ads were not working. Uh, what was working slowly started to not work. And trying to figure out why, he stumbled into a much bigger um, uh, answer uh, that I think the whole world is looking for. Give me, a, give me an ad um, that worked during the... Me. Me. That will not work now and how you would fix it. 60 seconds. You are standing in the snow, five and one half miles above sea level, gazing at a horizon hundreds of miles away. It occurs to you that life here is very simple. You live or you die. No compromises, no whining, no second chances. This is a place constantly ravaged by wind and storm, where every ragged breath is an accomplishment. You stand on the uppermost pinnacle of the earth. This is the mountain they call Everest. Yesterday it was considered unbeatable, but that was yesterday. As Edmund Hillary surveyed the horizon from the peak of Mount Everest, he monitored the time on a wristwatch that had been specifically designed to withstand the fury of the world's most angry mountain. Rolex believed Sir Edmund would conquer the mountain, and especially for him, they created the Rolex Explorer. <laughs> would not work today. In the opposite text. Mercury. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. 